the advent of lord krishna once the world was overburdened by the unnecessary defense force of different kings who were actually demons but were posing themselves as the royal order at that time the whole world became perturbed and the predominating deity of this earth known as bhumi went to see lord brahma to tell of her calamities due to the demonic kings bhumi assumed the shape of a cow and presented herself before lord brahma with tears in her eyes she was bereaved and was weeping just to invoke the lord's compassion she related the calamitous position of the earth and after hearing this lord brahma became much aggrieved and he at once started for the ocean of milk where lord vishnu resides lord brahma was accompanied by all the demigods headed by lord shiva and bhumi also followed arriving on the shore of the milk ocean lord brahma began to pacify lord vishnu who had formally saved the earthly planet by assuming the transcendental form of a boar in the vedic mantras there is a particular type of prayer called purushottam generally the demigods offer their obeisance unto vishnu the supreme personality of godhead by chanting the purushottam it is understood hearing that the predominating deity of every planet can see the supreme lord of the universe brahma whenever there is some disturbance on his planet and brahma can approach the supreme lord vishnu not by seeing him directly but by standing on the shore of the ocean of milk there is a planet within this universe called shweta deepa and on that planet there is an ocean of milk it is understood from various vedic literature that just as there is the ocean of salt water on this planet there are various kind of ocean on other planets somewhere there is an ocean of milk somewhere there is an ocean of oil and somewhere there are ocean of liquor and of many other types of liquids the purusha suktam is the standard prayer which the demigods recite to appease the supreme personality of godhead krishna the kai vishnu 
because he is lying on the ocean of milk he is called kishora the kai vishnu he is the form of the supreme personality of godhead through whom all the incarnations within this universe appeared after all the demigods offered the purushupta prayer to the supreme personality of godhead they apparently heard no response then lord brahma personally sat in meditation and there was a message transmission from lord vishnu to brahma brahma then broadcast the message to the demigods that is the system of receiving vedic knowledge the vedic knowledge is received first by brahma from the supreme personality of godhead through the medium of the heart as stated in the beginning of shrimad bhagavatam tine brahma hrdaya adi kavye the transcendental knowledge of the vedas was transmitted to lord brahma through the heart here also in the same way only brahma could understand the message transmitted by lord vishnu and he broadcast it to the demigods for their immediate action the message was this the supreme personality of godhead would appear on the earth very soon along with his supreme powerful potencies and as long as he remained on the earth planet to execute his mission of annihilating the demons and establishing the devotees the demigods should also remain there to assist him they should all immediately take birth in the family of the yadu dynasty wherein the lord would also appear in due course of time the supreme personality of godhead himself krishna would personally appear as the son of vasudev before his appearance all the demigods along with their wives should appear in different pious families in the world just to assist the lord in executing his mission the exact word used there is tat priyatham which means the demigod should appear on the earth in order to please the lord in other words any living entity who lives only to satisfy the lord is a demigod the demigods were further informed that ananta the plenary portion of lord krishna who is maintaining the universal planets by extending his millions of hoods would also appear on earth before lord krishna appearance they were also informed that external potency of vishnu 
with whom all the conditioned souls are in mode would also appeared by the order of the supreme lord just to execute his purpose after instructing and pacifying all the demigods as well as bhumi with sweet words lord brahma the father of all prajapatis or progenitors of universal population departed for his own abode the highest material planet called brahmalok the leader of the yadu dynasty king suresena was ruling over the country known as mathura wherein lies the city of mathura as well as the district known as sursen which was named after him on account of the rule of king sursen mathura became the capital city of all the kings of yadus Mathura was also made the capital of the kings of the Yadu dynasty because the Yadus were a very pious family and knew that Mathura is the place where Lord Sri Krishna lives eternally just as he also lives in Dwarka Once upon a time Vasudev the son of Suresen just after marrying devaki was going home on his chariot with his newly wedded wife the father of devaki known as devaka had contributed a sufficient dowry because he was very affectionate towards his daughter he had contributed hundreds of chariots completely decorated with gold equipment at that time kansa the son of ugrsen in order to please his sister devaki had voluntarily taken the reins of the horses of vasudeva's chariot and was driving according to the custom of the vedic civilization when a girl is married the brother takes the sister and brother in law to their home because the newly married girl may feel too much separation from her father's family the brother goes with her until she reaches her father in law's house the full dowry contributed by devaka was as follows 400 elephants fully decorated with golden garlands 15000 decorated horses and 1800 chariots he also arranged for 200 beautiful girls to follow his daughter the chhatriya system of marriage is still current in india dictates that when a chhatriya is married a few dozen of the bride's young girl friend go to the house of the king the followers of the queen are called maid servants 
but actually they act as friends of the queen this practice is prevalent from time immoral traceable at least to the time before the advent of lord krishna 5000 years ago so vasudeva brought home another 200 beautiful girls along with his wife devaki while the bride and bridegroom were passing along on the chariot there were different kinds of musical instruments playing to indicate the auspicious moment there were councils bugles drums and kettle drums combined together they were vibrating a nice concert the procession was passing very pleasingly and kansa was driving the chariot when suddenly there was a miraculous sound vibrated from the sky which especially announced to kansa kansa you are such a fool you are driving the chariot of your sister and your brother in law but you do not know that the eighth child of this sister will kill you Kansa was the son of Ugrasen of the Bhoja dynasty. It is said that Kansa was the most demonic of all the Bhoja dynasty kings. Immediately after hearing the prophecy from the sky, he caught hold of Devaki's hair and was just about to kill her with his sword. Vasudev was astonished at Kansa behavior. and in order to pacify the cruel shameless brother-in-law he began to speak as follows with great reason and evidence he said my dear brother-in-law kansa you are the most famous king of the bhoja dynasty and people know that you are the greatest warrior and a valiant king How it is that you are so infuriated that you are prepared to kill a woman who is your own sister at this auspicious time of her marriage why should you be so much afraid of death that is already born along with your birth from the very day you took your birth you begin to die suppose you are 25 years old that means you have already died 25 years every moment every second you are dying why then should you be so much afraid of death final death is inevitable you may die either today or in a hundred years you cannot avoid death why should you be so much afraid actually death means annihilation of the present body as soon as the present body stop functioning and mixes with the five elements of material nature the living entity within the body accepts another body according to his present actions and reactions it is just like 
when a man walk on the street he puts forward his foot and when he is confident that his foot is situated on the sound ground he lifts the other foot in this way one after another the bodies change and the soul transmigrates see how the plant worm change from one twig to another so carefully similarly the living entity changes his body as soon as the higher authority decides on his next body as long as a living entity is conditioned within this material world he must take material bodies one after another his next particular body is offered by the laws of nature according to the actions and reactions of this life this body is exactly like one of the bodies which we always see in dreams during our dreams of sleep we create so many bodies according to mental creation we have seen gold and we have also seen a mountain so in a dream we can see a golden mountain by combining the two ideas sometimes in dreams we see that we have a body which is flying in the sky and at that time we completely forget our present body similarly these bodies are changing when you have one body you forget the past body during a dream we may make contact with so many new kinds of bodies but when we are awake we forget them all and actually these material bodies are the creations of our mental activities but at the present moment we do not recollect our past bodies the nature of the mind is flickering sometime it accepts some things and immediately it rejects the same thing accepting and rejecting is the process of the mind in contact with the five objects of sense gratification form taste smell sound and touch in its speculative way the mind comes in touch with the object of sense gratification and when the living entity desire a particular type of body he gets it therefore the body is an offering by the laws of material nature the living entity accepts a body and comes out again into the material world to enjoy or suffer according to the construction of the body unless we have a particular type of body we cannot enjoy or suffer according to our mental proclivities inherit from the previous life the particular type of body is actually offered to us according to our mental condition at the time of death
luminous planets like the sun, moon or stars reflect themselves in different types of reservoir like water, oil or ghee. The reflection moves according to the movement of the reservoir. The reflection of the moon is on the water and the moving water makes the moon also appear to be moving but actually the moon is not moving. Similarly, by mental concoction, the living entity attains different kinds of bodies. Although actually he has no connection with such bodies, but on account of illusion, being enchanted by the influence of Maya, the living entity thinks that he belongs to a particular type of body. That is the way of conditioned life. Suppose a living entity is now in a human form of body. He thinks that he belongs to the human community or a particular country or a particular place. He identifies himself in that way and unnecessarily prepares for another body which is not required by him. Such desires and mental concoction are the cause of different types of bodies. The covering influence of material nature is so strong that the living entity is satisfied in whatever body he gets and he identifies with that body with great pleasure. Therefore, I beg to request you not to be overwhelmed by the dictation of your mind and body. Vasudev thus requested Kansa not to be in voice of his newly married sister. One should not be in voice of anyone because envy is the cause of fear both in this world and in the next. When one is before Yamraj, Vasudev appealed to Kansa on behalf of Devaki, stating that she was his younger sister. He also appealed at an auspicious moment at the time of marriage. A younger sister or brother is supposed to be protected as one's child. The position is overall so delicate. Vasudeva reasoned that if you kill her, it will go against your high reputation. In this way, Vasudeva tried to pacify Kansa by good instructions as well as by philosophical discrimination. But Kansa was not to be pacified because his association was demonic. Because of his demonic association, he was a demon. Although born in a very high royal family, a demon never cares for any good instructions. He is just like a determined thief. One can give him moral instruction, but it will not be effective. Similarly, those who are demonic or aesthetic by nature can hardly assimilate any good instruction, however authorized it may be. That is the difference between demigods and demons. Those 
who can accept good instruction and try to live their lives in that way are called demigods and those who are unable to take such good instruction are called demons quelling in his attempt to pacify kansa vasudev wondered how he would protect his wife devaki when there is imminent danger an intelligent person should try to avoid the dangerous position as far as possible but if in spite of endeavoring by all intelligence one fails to avoid the dangerous position there is no fault Vasudeva thought of his wife as follows For the present let me save the life of Devaki then later on if there are children i shall see how to save them he further thought if in the future i get a child who can kill kansa just as a kansa is thinking then both devaki and the child will be saved because the law of providence is inconceivable but now some way or other let me save the life of devaki there is no certainty how a living entity contacts a certain types of body just as there is no certainty how a blazing fire comes in contact with a certain type of wood in the forest when there is a forest fire it is experienced that the blazing fire sometimes leaps over one tree and catches another by the influence of the wind similarly a living entity may be very careful in the matter of executing his duties but it is very still very difficult for him to know what type of body he is going to get in the next life maharaja bharat was very faithfully executing the duties of self realization but by chance he developed temporary affection for a deer and in his next life he had to accept the body of a deer vasudev after deliberating on how to save his wife began to speak to kansa with great respect although kansa was the most sinful man sometimes it happens that a most virtuous person like vasudeva has to flatter a person like kansa a most vicious person that is the way of all diplomatic transactions although vasudeva was deeply aggrieved he smiled outwardly he addressed the same less consigned that way because he was so atrocious vasudev said to kansa my dear brother in law please consider that you have no danger from your sister you are awaiting some danger because of you have heard a prophetic voice in the sky but the danger is to come from the sons of your sister who are not present now and who knows there may or may not be sons in the future considering all this you are safe for the present nor is there cause of fear from your sister 
if there are any sons born of her i promise that i shall present all of them to you for necessary action kansa knew the value of vasudeva word of honor and he was convinced by his argument for the time being he desisted from the heinous killing of his sister thus vasudeva was pleased and praised the decision of kansa in this way he returned to his home each year thereafter in due course of time devki gave birth to a child thus she gave birth to eight male children as well as one daughter when the first son was born vasudev kept his word of honor and immediately brought the child before kansa it is said that vasudev was very much elevated and famous for his word of honor and he wanted to maintain this fame although it was very painful for vasudev to hand over the newly born child kansa was very glad to receive him but he became a little compassionate with the behavior of vasudev this event is very exemplary for a great soul like vasudev there is nothing considered to be painful in the course of discharging one's duty a learned person like vasudev carries out his duties without hesitation on the other hand a demon like kansa never hesitates in committing any abominable actions it is said therefore that a saintly person can tolerate all kinds of miserable conditions of life a learned man can discharge his duties without awaiting favorable circumstances a heinous person like kansa can act in any sinful way and a devotee can sacrifice everything to satisfy the supreme personality of godhead kansa became satisfied by the action of vasudeva he was surprised to see vasudeva keeping his promise and being compassionate upon him and pleased he began to speak as follows my dear vasudev you need not present this child to me i am not in danger from this child i have heard that the eighth child born of you and devki will kill me why should i accept this child unnecessarily you can take him back when vasudev was returning home with his first born child although he was pleased by the behavior of kansa he could not believe in him because he knew that kansa was uncontrolled and at hesitating person cannot be firm in his word of honor one who cannot control the sense cannot be steady in his determination the great politician chanakya pandit said never put your trust in a diplomat or a woman those who are addicted to unrestricted sense gratification can never be truthful nor can they be trusted with any faith at that time the great sage narada came to kansa he was informed of kansa's becoming compassionate to vasudev and returning his first born child 
Narad was very eager to accelerate the descent of Lord Krishna as soon as possible. He therefore informed Kansa that in Vrindavan, personalities like Nanda Maharaj and all other cowherd men and their wives had on the other side Vasudev, his father Sursen and all his relatives born in the family of Varsni of the Yadu dynasty along with all their friends and well-wishers were actually demigods. Narad warned Kansa to be careful of them since Kansa and his friends and advisor were all demons. Demons are always afraid of demigods. After being thus informed by Narada about the appearance of the demigods in different families, Kans at once became very much alarmed. He understood that since the demigods had already appeared, Lord Vishnu must be coming soon. He at once arrested both his brother-in-law, Vasudeva and Devaki and put them behind prison bar. Within the prison, shackled in iron chains, Vasudeva and Devki gave birth to a male child year after year. And Kansa, thinking each of the babies to be the incarnation of the Vishnu, killed them one after another. He was particularly afraid of the eighth child. But after the visit of Narad, he came to the conclusion that any child might that any child might be Krishna. Therefore, it was better to kill all the babies who took birth from Devki and Vasudev. This action of Kansa is not very difficult to understand. There are many instances in the history of the world of persons in the royal order who have killed their father, brother or whole family and friends for the satisfaction of their ambitions. There is nothing astonishing about this, for members of the demonic, greedy royal order can kill anyone for their nefarious ambitions. Kansa was made aware of his previous birth by the grace of Narad. He learned that in his previous birth, he had been a demon of the name Kalanemi and that he had been killed by Vishnu. Having now taken his birth in the Voza family, he decided to become the deadly enemy of the Yadu dynasty. Krishna was going to take birth in that family and Kansa was very much afraid that he would be killed by Krishna. Just as he had been killed in his last birth, he first of all imprisoned his father Ugrasena because he was the chief king among the Yadu. Bhoja and Andhaka dynasties and he also occupied the kingdom of Sursena, Vasudeva's father. He declared himself the king of all such places. Thus end the Bhakti Vedanta purport of the first chapter of Krishna, the advent of Lord Krishna.